You are listening to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, your go-to source for unlocking your true soul purpose and unleashing it into your business. I'm your host, Coach Holly Marie, and I'm a reformed old-school business strategist turned spiritual business coach. I'm now helping you to tap into your spiritual power and build it into a business that not only changes the world, but brings you abundantly flowing money while you do it. Stay tuned for an epic show ahead and be sure to share your listening experience on Instagram, tagging me at Coach Holly Marie so I can share the love. Now, grab your crystals, light some sage, and let's get hunting for purpose. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. Today is an episode with yours truly. You've got my voice again. And I had a completely different episode planned for today, as is often the case with (laughs) my splenic authority. If you've been following any of my stuff, you'll know human design has become part of the toolkit that I teach. And with a splenic authority, that means I'm fully intuitively led. So I take unpredictable turns and do kind of wild things that even I don't see coming and I just need to be willing to release what it is I had planned and released where I was going and just let intuition flow and take me there. So that is definitely the energy behind today's podcast episode and what intuition would like me to speak to you about is a bit more in detail about one of the energy centers in human design. I've chosen not to do a full podcast episode on the human design system itself, largely because it's it's a very complex system and trying to fit all of the details about it into one podcast episode is going to be a very, very lengthy podcast episode. And I think that the information is better taught in a more teaching format rather than just a listening format. So I am in the process of creating a human design mini course called Human Design 101, really giving you all of that overview of the human design system, how to read your own chart, how to understand your own energy and what the heck human design might mean to you at the time of publishing this episode. Um, that course may well be live. And if it is, that will be linked in the show notes below, but What I'm digging into today is one particular energy center in human design, and that is what we call the ego or the heart center. Now, human design has nine different energy centers. They are the head, the ajna, the throat, the G center, the heart or ego, the sacral, the emotional, the splenic, and the root. Um, you may have yours defined or open, right? And the difference being that if you have a defined center, it's one that's colored in on your body graph. And that means it's your energy, right? You have access to this. You create it. It's consistent. It's reliable. It feels really familiar. And that's actually your superpower. That's kind of your, your special thing. You're not taking in other people's energy at all. Um, it's just your own creation and you're actually projecting that energy out onto other people and conditioning them with your energy. If you have a white center on your human design chart, that means it's either open or undefined. And 
that means you you are taking in other people's energy. You really are getting conditioning. Um, you're taking in other people's energy and it doesn't feel kind of reliable or stable to you. And that's because it's not. It's not reliable and it's not stable and it can feel a bit chaotic. It can feel overwhelming, like it's really hard to grasp and to understand and to problem solve. So Today in particular, we are just talking about the ego slash heart center, right? It goes by ego, it goes by heart, it goes by willpower, any of those names. I call it the ego center because I'm choosing to have a good association with that word. (laughs) Now, the ego center is a teeny, teeny, tiny little motor center in your body. And what that means is that it's a, a an energy center that creates physical energy, right? It creates energy that kind of physically fuels you and gets you going. And the ego center is responsible for motivation, for willpower, and for self-value. That's really important because even just there, there's a real kind of complexity um, and dynamic description to what the ego center does on the one part being responsible for willpower and motivation it really is this particular type of willpower energy that says I want to do this because I want to do it and I am going to do it and you all just watch me like get out of my way and watch me fucking do this thing okay and if you have a defined ego center you will know that feeling so intimately because It is the thing that gets you to where you're going. It's the thing that gets you to create. It's the thing that gets you to, you know, um, bring what you want into reality. It really is this amazing manifestation tool of this. I am going to make it happen simply because I want to make it happen. And that's a really beautiful expression of the energy. But on the other hand, it's also about self-value. Remember that the ego is also the heart center. And it is this place of, if you have it defined, I know how valuable I am. I am so intrinsically valuable. And so is everybody else. Everyone is worthy. Everyone is valuable simply for being who they are. If you have the ego center open, That means you are going to struggle to really feel like you have your own willpower and motivation to do things. You might have other motor centers defined in your body, which really give you the push that you need to to start things, to complete things, to go after what you want. Um, But without this very small but mighty, like super punchy little motor center, you don't have that particular brand within you of, I'm going to make this happen just because I want to make it happen. You also are probably going to have some conditioning around value and really struggling to know how valuable am I? What value do I really have? If you are in business, this shows up as struggling to price your services and price your products because there doesn't seem to be a direct link between I am this valuable and therefore I can put this price ticket on my time or on my skills. Okay, now the thing that I really wanted to talk about was sharing about a little kind of nuance in the ego center about promises. And I wanted to share about it because I do have a defined ego. So anybody out there listening, any of my human design peeps who also have a defined ego, this one is for you. And in the direction that I've been going with the podcast over the last little while of really just sharing personal stories, I wanted to open up and share about this. 
share about this experience that I've been digging further into my defined ego and really understanding the role that promises and heartbreak play. The ego center is my only, my only motor center. And so it is the energy that fuels me to do things. I know that it is an energy that comes out swinging. (laughs) It's like a boxer. It comes out raging and it fights really, really hard. And then when it's empty, it takes a really long time to replenish. It just takes a long, long time, a deep rest cycle to fully replenish and refill again. So I know that it is a very small, but very, very mighty motor center. And for a long time, that's really all I kind of considered it to be, that it was just, it was my fuel to get it done and to get what I wanted and to really tap into, oh, I want this, but I don't want that. And I want this. So that's what I'm going to put my energy into and go after. Um, It has been responsible for the creation of businesses, for the creation of services and products. Um, It's been responsible for some hella hectic, amazing manifestations. It has been the center that has really seen me through um, a tumultuous childhood and adolescence where I was really forced to question my value as a person, um, question how worthy I was to take up space on this, this earth and in particular relationships and environments. And it stood me through all of that. It's only been in recent weeks that I've really started to become aware of the extra layer of the ego center. And that is all about promises. It's all about promises and heartbreak. And here's the thing. The ego center is also the heart center. And if you are into any kind of Eastern philosophy or holistic um, medicine or any energetic awareness, you'll know that the heart chakra, which is what the ego and heart center is based off, is really responsible for the heart, for all of the energy of that heart, that deep inner knowing, that deep love, that respect for oneself, that deep sense of value. The ego heart center is no different from that. And it really relies on promises. It takes promises so seriously. And what I've come to realize is that those promises pertain both to promises from other people and promises that we make to ourselves. And when those promises are broken, there is genuine heartbreak it breaks that energy, it disrupts the energy and it causes such deep hurt, such deep hurt. And so while on the one hand, this ego center can be kind of so fiery and so punchy and so sure of itself and so, you know, rambunctious and fighting and, you know, just kind of intense, it is also exquisitely sensitive so sensitive and so vulnerable. When somebody makes a promise to me, when I have known friends or family members or co-workers or staff who have made a promise to me, whether it's as simple as, hey, let's go and catch a movie together next week, or yeah, I'd really like to see you for coffee tomorrow, 
Or I'm going to bring something home for you when my husband promises that he's going to, you know, bring me home flowers or bring me home a chocolate. Or even if it's just staff members saying, yep, I promise that I'm going to get this work done by this due date. I energetically deeply connect with those promises. I rely on those promises. I believe those promises. I connect to those promises and I need those promises to be met. Because when they aren't fulfilled, when those promises, even simple ones, doesn't matter if it's simple or it's huge, but when those promises are broken, I feel heartbroken. I feel like the rug has been pulled out from underneath me, that I don't understand this relationship anymore, that um, I don't understand why this was not as important to them as it was to me. I cannot fathom why they would have promised it and broken their promise. It really is a very heartbroken, hurtful time. It's full of a lot of sadness and a lot of questioning. And when I look back at particularly close friendships that I've had over the years, and as a manifestor, a classic manifestor, i I've not had a great deal of close friendships because it's difficult for me to draw people into my energy and to keep them in there. I've been widely friendly. I've had a lot of big social circles, but close friends I've been really specific about. And when I look back at those those people who have been part of my inner circles, one friendship in particular that I had for over 20 years and we considered each other best friends. And yet I was always getting hurt and I was always feeling heartbroken and feeling let down and feeling disappointed because this beautiful person would promise me things, would promise, hey, we're going to go out for a girl's night together. We're going to go out and have dinner or even I'll text you tomorrow. Or yeah, if you come past my place, you know, when you're around my area, then we can catch up and I would get there and she wouldn't be there. She would have gone to do something else or I would wait weeks and weeks on end for a text message and she would, she would never send one or she wouldn't reply, right? She'd tell me she was going to do something and then she wouldn't do it. And for her, that did not seem significant. But for me, that was just a 20-year collection of heartbreaks, a 20-year collection of broken promises that ultimately ended our friendship. Um, It was insurmountable over time. And I felt that I I could not overlook it and I could not heal past it anymore. And... I considered myself to be overly sensitive and overly critical for a really long time. I questioned my ability to be a good friend. I doubted my own feelings. I I doubted why I was so sensitive and too sensitive to all of these things. I wondered whether I would ever have the ability to be close friends with anyone ever again. And now that I have this understanding of what the ego center is like, I, I can see that through the right filter and see that breaking promises to me is a big deal. And so when people make promises to me, I can inform them and I can say, promises are a really big deal to me. Is this a promise that you really wanna make? Is this a promise that you can really see yourself fulfilling? Over the last week in particular, I've been paying really close attention to the promises that I make to myself as well. 
And shout out to those peeps who are listening with a defined ego because the promises that we make to ourselves are just as important. And not fulfilling the promises to ourselves creates just as much heartbreak as when it's from other people. And I've noticed over the last week, I've been really heartbroken. I've been really, really hurt and really disappointed. And when I sat down and got in some quietness and some stillness to pay attention to why that was, I realized it's because I had made myself two key promises recently that I was not fulfilling. One of them was a promise to really commit to daily meditation. Not because I want to be um, spiritually superior and not because I'm necessarily amazing at meditation, but because meditation is a practice that allows me to hear my voice. And when I can hear my own voice and I can be in that quietness, then I, I know where I'm going and I know what feels right to me and I can really make aligned decisions and my energy can feel really peaceful, which is really important for me. So I'd made myself a commitment to do daily meditation and I found with each day I was just shoving it off till the end of the day, procrastinating and putting it off until I would get like a three minute meditation at the end of the day where I was battling sleep. And that, that was not the promise that I made to myself. And I really have needed to consider how much of a priority I want to make this. What is it that I am seeking out of it? What promise am I making to myself? And okay, I need to make deliberate time earlier in the day to fulfill this promise to myself. The other promise that I made was all about space. And if you've been following my Instagram lately, you'll know I wrote a post um, talking about how my husband and I have really been struggling through this kind of long-term issue about space. Um, We've been married for 14 years. This has kind of been growing in intensity. And it really just comes from me being somebody who needs to demand space. I need to take up space. And uh, I, I come from a patriarchal society. <laughs> I'm a woman and I have not been allowed to take up space. And I personally fell into those patterns of being the classic woman that sacrificed my space for everyone else. I would sacrifice my physical space, my schedule space, my emotional space, my creative space, for my family, for my kids, for my husband, for my friends, for the business, and you know, for all of these things around me. And then I would end up taking the dregs, like the little scraps that were left over and feeling like I just had no space for myself. And I, I really couldn't kind of grow um, and, and awaken further and have the impact on this world that I know that I'm here to have unless I could get more space. So of course, COVID and everybody being in the house on top of each other all the time really brought this to a crescendo. And I shared that on Instagram and it resonated so much with people um, because I'm in this journey of promising myself more space, that I deserve to demand space. I deserve to take up space. I deserve to have my own office in our house. I deserve to have freedom in my schedule and not just be doing things for other people. I deserve to have creative space where I am creating without the need to make money or to produce something of value, but just to create. I deserve to have emotional space to simply feel my emotions without needing to explain them or to um, represent them to other people. I deserve emotional space to not have to be problem solving everybody else's emotions. Like shout out to the mamas. That is what we do day after day. 
And I made a promise to myself that I promised to demand this. I promised to take up this space in my own life that I knew that I should be having. And every day I was doing something that broke that promise. Every day I would sacrifice a little bit of my schedule for someone else. I would take in a meeting that I really didn't want to have. Or I would be exhausted and needing my own physical space, but I would step up and problem solve a fight between my two kids. Or I would, you know, be spending some time in my office and I would let my husband come in and put his desk in here and do his work. I was just repeatedly breaking these promises, breaking these promises, breaking these promises. And I was so heartbroken with myself. The cool thing is about heartbreak and promises and the defined ego, all that it takes to repair it is to fulfill the promise. (laughs) So that's what I'm doing. I'm fulfilling my promise to meditate every day and have that be a really valuable time. I'm fulfilling my promise to demand space and to take up space unapologetically and consistently without fail because I am here to impact the world. I am here to change the world. I am here to leave an enormous footprint and legacy on the world. I am not just here to change the lives of a few people. I am here to change the lives of millions of people. And that means I need space. I have to take up space to do that. Me taking up space is part of my gift to the collective. And that starts with me fulfilling that promise to myself and keeping that promise. So I'm super curious, do you have a defined ego or do you have an open ego? What resonates more with you? I would love, love, love you to reach out to me. You can just DM me on Instagram if you like. I am at um, the Holly Marie and share with me, are you um, open or are you defined in your ego? Are you um, perhaps married to somebody or working with somebody that has a defined ego and you share in that energy and you feel that when you are around them? And what promises have you really been needing to keep for yourself? That is all from me for today. I may well go back to normal programming for the next episode or maybe intuition will guide me to a completely different place. (laughs) Who knows? It could go anywhere. But thank you so, so much for joining me again for this time. I feel your energy and I feel your participation as you listen and as you download. I would be so grateful for you to share a review or for you to take a screenshot and tag me, share this on Instagram or Facebook. I am so right there to celebrate with you and to just really, really be um, a partner with you in this journey of growth and, and of spiritual awakening and spiritual experience because you are worthy of that celebration. Okay, that is all from me for today. Until next time, keep hunting for purpose. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hunting for Purpose. If you loved this episode, don't forget to take a photo or a screenshot, jump on over to Instagram and tag me at Coach Holly Marie on your stories or your posts so that I can share the excitement with you. We will definitely be meeting again on the next episode, but until then, keep hunting for your purpose, babe.